Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. Uh, today, I want to spend um, a, f- a little time about, you know, talking about diabetes. Uh, I know that it's not exactly a bond burner of a topic, but it is uh, especially prevalent in uh, people who are overweight and obese, uh, young and old alike, uh, which is how I come in contact with uh, that issue, you know, on a regular basis. So uh, I just wanted to uh, just spend a few minutes on it. Um, and I wanted to start by making three quick points Number one, uh, diabetes is uh, a disorder in which the body cannot make proper use of carbs, sugar, and starches that we eat, okay? Two, insulin is a hormone produced by the pancreas whose job it is is to move sugar from the blood into the cells of your body. And number three, that insulin is a key regulator, of your body's metabolism. So again, so diabetes means that you have a disorder in the body where you cannot make proper use of the of the carbs that you're eating that breaks down into sugar. The insulin that you have in your body produced by the pancreas and its job is to move that sugar once it's made from your food from the blood into the cells of your body and insulin is a key regulator, one of the regulators, but a major one, of your body's metabolism. Now, everyone, I'm sure, has heard of the two major forms of diabetes. It's quite common, uh, type 2. That's where your body still makes insulin, but is unable to use it properly. And then there's type 1, where your body doesn't make enough insulin at all. Okay, uh, type one people are uh, are on injections because they have to inject themselves with the insulin that their body doesn't make. Uh, people with type two are on pills, uh, metformin, glucophage, and the like. Now, both types of these di- diabetes, type one and type two, they share one central feature: the cells of your body do not absorb enough insulin. This results in high sugar in your blood, high because it's not being removed from the blood. So let me go over the normal process, um, you know, when it comes to eating, digestion, and insulin control. During and immediately after a meal, the process of digestion changes sugar and starches in your food into glucose and proteins into amino acids. Glucose and amino acids are absorbed from your intestines directly into the bloodstream and your blood glucose levels rise sharply. This rise in those blood glucose levels, it signals important cells in your pancreas to produce insulin to pour into your bloodstream. Within 10 minutes, within just 10 minutes after a meal, insulin rises to its peak level. The insulin acts like sort of like a key that opens up the multiple doors to your body's multiple cells, and it allows the glucose and, and also, of course, the amino acids to enter from your blood and be broken down to provide energy to all of the cells uh, in your body. But its major targets are liver cells, fat cells, and muscle cells. So picture in your mind insulin in the shape of a key, opening a door to a cell, moving the insulin from the blood into the cell, and then closing the door and locking it. That's what's going on. That's the process. If any glucose remains in your blood, 
again, signals cells from the pancreas to produce insulin, to pour into your bloodstream, to try to push that unused glucose into the cells of your body for energy. And this is the first sign of insulin resistance. In other words, your body is becoming resistant to what insulin is trying to do. And the cycle repeats until the doors to the cells of your body don't close all the way. And then insulin uh, is backing up into your bloodstream. And at that point, your pancreas (laughs) will still make insulin, but it's ineffective. It's not working. Without um, sufficient insulin, the unused glucose that remains in your blood after a meal builds up in the blood and it passes into your urine. Now, this produces several, but not necessarily all, of the following symptoms. Uh, Frequent urination, excessive thirst, fatigue, um, extreme hunger, constant eating, numbness or tingling in the hands and feet, uh, changes in visions, uh, slower to heal wounds or you know sores, uh, burning, itching of the skin, fatigue. This is diabetes type 2. Again, this is where your body still makes insulin but is unable to use it properly. And this is when you know your doctor will most likely prescribe metformin. And of course, there, it, that's, there are various other brand names, but this is to help improve the blood sugar control say, you know, to, in a way, you know, be of assistance to whatever insulin you might still have, uh, which is not work, not doing its job on its own. And if you don't lose weight, and if you gain more, and most do, eventually, you will cross the line from uh, metformin pills to having to give yourself insulin injections. And at that point, even with weight loss, there's no going back to the pills. So I want to ask you again to, to visualize something else for a moment. I want you to try to see in front of you two piles, okay? A pile of sugar, white powdery sugar, right next to a pile of white rock salt. You know, the the um, the, the, the white salt that, that is sprayed along the roads in the winter in preparation for a snowstorm. The, the sanitation trucks spray that along the road. I want you to see a pile of white sugar and a pile of rock salt. The white sugar does to your very strong blood vessels what the rock salt does to our nicely paved roads. It literally eats away at the insides of the veins and thereby weakening their structure. This is why, inevitably, we see roads uh, being repaved almost every spring uh, to fix all the potholes that were created over the winter months as the rock salt ate through you know, the tar of the roads. Again, just as the roadways um, become weaker over the whole course of a winter and eventually cave into potholes, veins that are weak leak. And since our entire anatomy consists of veins, you know, arteries, capillaries, our entire vascular structure is weakened. A weakened vascular structure affects all the organs of your body from your eyeballs which leads to diabetic retinopathy, you know, changes in your vision, to your skin, for resulting in slower healing wounds or sores, from your gums, weakened blood vessels lead to a much greater susceptibility to gum infections and periodontal disease in diabetic patients, right down to your fingers and toes, leading to neuropathy, you know, numbness or tingling in the hands and feet, and there's much, much more. Weaker veins is one reason, but a major reason, why surgery 
for overweight and obese people is always more problematic because the weaker the veins, the more bleeding there is. Um, and it, it's a, a great example of the weak veins that leak are varicose veins. If you're overweight or obese, you already have a slow metabolism, and a person with a slow metabolism gains more weight faster, and it takes less food to do so. But if you're also either insulin-resistant or diabetic, and you understand, as I said earlier, that insulin is a key regulator of your body's metabolism, then you understand that being overweight only increases your body's resistance to what insulin tries to do, namely remove excess sugar from your blood. And when you have a problem doing that, folks, excess sugar backs up in the blood, excess insulin backs up in the blood, and both excess sugar and excess insulin in your blood are stored as fat. The best defense against becoming diabetic is to maintain a healthy weight, of course, and the best defense against complications for someone who's already diabetic is also to maintain a healthy weight, which in turn uh, gives them a greater ability to maintain healthy blood sugar levels as well. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff I provide to my clients, uh, visit my website, uh, lauriboxer.com, and take a look around. My fat chat podcasts and blog posts are issued weekly. Um, you can go, sign up to receive any uh, or any of those uh, by email. Uh, also, you can get connected with me through the social network icons you'll see at the site. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center. And remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.